listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. Today I want to talk about how to write the perfect product description for your TPT products. So you've just finished making your resource, you spent quite a long time on it, you're excited to get it out there in the world, you're about to upload it to Teachers Pay Teachers and then you see it, that big box where you're supposed to write your description and you just feel overwhelmed because you've heard that it's important to get this area right you know that you need to have a good description for your product but how exactly do you write one well don't worry today on the episode I'm going to be walking you through how I write my TPT product descriptions and how I sort of use that template every time and I've taken away that sort of stress and overwhelm when it comes to this so let's get started okay so first up I just want to clarify why the TBT description is important because I think once you understand that, the value of it, the importance of it, you won't be sort of lazy with your description writing. Lazy is probably not a bit of a harsh word, but sometimes when we are just exhausted from making our products, the last thing we want to do is spend hours laboring over the upload process. Sometimes we just want to get it out of the way, like upload it to TPT and just get it off our plate. And so we tend to rush things. And so I'm trying to learn to really take breaks between product creation and uploading. And remember that it, the listing is just as important as the product. In fact, probably even more, because if you don't have a strong listing, people are never going to see how amazing your product is and they're never going to buy it. So description is important and they're not something we should rush so there are two reasons why you need a good description and the first reason is that the tpt algorithm uses the keywords in your description to rank your product in search and obviously we want to show up high in search of course we do so we need to make sure that we're careful with our seo so seo means search engine optimization so basically what i mean is we need to have lots of keywords in there Next up, the other reason description is important is that it's the place where you persuade the buyer to purchase because they've seen your cover and your thumbnails and your preview, maybe even a video preview, and they might like the look of your product. I mean, they're sticking around to read the description. They might like it, but they want to be sure that it suits their needs. And so you've got to make your description so great and make your product sound amazing. So let's break down exactly how to write one. So the first step is the snippet. You might have heard this term used a lot in the TPT world or on Facebook groups. It's commonly talked about. It's the term that we use for the first few lines of the description. Basically, when you are searching for a product on TPT, you see these first few lines. It's something like 30 characters or words, maybe off the top of my head, I'm not sure. But I tend to think of it as my first few sentences. And I might write two to three sentences and that will be my snippet. So don't fixate too much on how long a snippet needs to be. Just know that those first few sentences are the important ones. Because a buyer can see it when they're searching through the products. But most importantly, that's what TPT uses to pull your keywords and to rank your product. It's basically where the algorithm is looking to find your keywords. If a teacher searches something like second grade edition worksheets, it would be handy if you had those terms in your product, if you are selling second grade edition worksheets, because teachers might search for that. 
my tip for snippets is very similar to the tips that I give for Pinterest descriptions. I always think that you should include grade levels, subjects, topics, product types and features. So what I mean by that is grade levels like second grade, third grade or elementary, those kind of words, because a teacher might search second grade math or second grade edition. You also want to include things like subjects. You know, is this a math resource, a reading resource? Is it for ELA? What kind of subject is a teacher going to be teaching? Because again, that's another keyword people search for. They might search for math resource. Uh, Topics, um, when I say topics, I sort of mean things like addition, place value, like specifically within math, what topic are they searching for? That's a really, really important one because that's probably the keyword that most often gets used. People are searching for addition and they might search for worksheets or boom cards or whatever, but they are looking for something to teach their kids addition. So that topic keyword is so important. You really want that in your title and your description. When I say product types, I mean stuff like, is it a worksheet? Is it boom cards, Google slides? Is it activities, printables, a poster, classroom decor? Like what is it? That's another keyword people are going to be searching because they want boho classroom decor. So we need to know what type of product it is. And when I say features, I mean, like, is it no prep? Is it digital? You know, those are good keywords too. Just an example description that I often use. This would be for a math product. These first grade math worksheets are perfect for teaching addition. These no prep activities would be great for math lessons or math centers. Your first grade students will love adding the sums and coloring the pictures. So the keywords I've really got in there are like first grade, math, lesson, centers, worksheets, addition, no prep, activities. I've really tried to include as many as I can because you're not quite sure what a teacher is going to search. For that product in particular, they could search math lesson ideas or addition or first grade addition or no prep addition or adding lesson or math worksheets. I mean, you don't know exactly, but we want to kind of have a catch all. So you want to include those. And I would probably be more likely to show up in search because a teacher will probably search for those types of things. And I also like to use synonyms sometimes, you know, the number first grade and the word first grade. You know, some people prefer to use the words and people prefer to use the number. So it's good to have a catch all for those as well. Okay, so once you've written your snippet, you've written a couple of sentences that are very keyword rich, you can kind of take a breath, like just relax because that was kind of the super important bit that you want to labor over. And for each individual product, there is no skipsies on this one. Like you need to sit there and write that manually from scratch for each new product and kind of really labor over it. But after that, you get to relax a little bit more. You get to kind of work from a template. You get to kind of just change things out a little bit. There's not as much pressure. Now, the one thing I want to say is you need to really describe the features of your product. So this next tip, number two, is you need to make sure you're describing the features. Once you've got your snippet done and you can relax, you need to list the awesome features of your product. And my main tip for this is to break up your writing into manageable chunks. Now, what I mean by that is a sentence here and there or a small paragraph or bullet points. This is true for any writing or copy in this business, whether that's an Instagram caption or Facebook, whether that's your blog post that you're writing or emails to your list, the human brain cannot and will not absorb ginormous paragraphs and large chunks of writing. We are super lazy and we don't like it. So the important thing for you to do is to break it up into really manageable things that they can absorb easily, that they can sort of skim and skip. If you write your description as one big giant paragraph, I can tell you now, no one is going to read it. But if you had bullet points, 
I think we'd have a few people reading it. So I like to use bullet points most of the time, but even when I'm not listing things, I will just write one or two sentences and then start a new paragraph. I don't like to have big, giant chunks of writing. Now, when you're listing your features, you want to tell the buyer how many pages there are. You want to list the activities that are included. You know, are there posters? Is it 10 pages of Google Slides? You know, how many worksheets are there? Like basically describing like what's included in the product, the bare bones. And then sort of you can describe exactly what that product includes. You know, you don't just want to say this product has 10 worksheets, full stop, the end. We want to say it has 10 worksheets. The first five worksheets are color by codes, blah, blah, blah. You kind of want to describe what those are. Now, I guess my tip for you is to imagine that the cover and thumbnails and preview and stuff isn't there. Because in those places, we tend to show the product and the buyer might get to see the preview of what it looks like. But when you're writing your description, pretend none of that's there. Pretend that you've got to describe it so well. Like imagine the internet had just frozen on this buyer and the thumbnail wasn't loading and they couldn't open the preview. We want them to be able to read the description and know what's included. It's kind of like a safety net, really. If your thumbnail for some reason just doesn't show enough or maybe your preview doesn't show enough of your product, we want them to still be able to know what's included. The next step after you sort of described what your product includes, I like to say that you should be selling it. So sell, sell, sell. Singing the praises of your product. Tell the buyer how and when they can use it how it will save them time. Make your product sound like a lifesaver that they have to have and just simply tell them why they should buy it. I often have some dot points and I'll say like when this resource can be used and it honestly is a bit of a copy and paste template like I've kind of used this for every resource and I just say stuff like it can be used in math lessons or math centers or group work or homework or whatever and I might just tweak the words based on the resource but I kind of copy and paste that between my descriptions I'm just sort of telling them what lessons they could use it in how and when I think that's really important and like I said earlier you really want to describe it so well. Like imagine that the buyer was blindfolded even and they just couldn't see anything and they were listening to you talk about it. Like imagine you were talking to them in person even. Make it sound irresistible. What exactly would you say? Because I think we sometimes we rely too much on, oh, well, they can just look at the thumbnail to see what it looks like. We want that description to be like you're talking to them. If you were talking to that buyer, what would you say to them? Would you say, oh my goodness, this is an amazing product. It's going to make your math centers so easy. You're not going to have to plan on your weekends anymore. You know, you're not going to have to print loads of stuff. You can just use this no prep thing. It's going to be so amazing. Like you really want to persuade them because a lot of the other parts of the listing aren't very persuasive. So describe the product as if they can't see it. Because guess what? They can't. The thing is that you know your product inside and out because you literally made it. But you've got to remember that buyers don't. They don't see the actual PDF. They don't know everything that you know. You've got to really dumb it down. And yeah, just imagine they can't see it. Imagine they know absolutely nothing about it because that's the case. Now, once you've sort of talked about the product and listed it what its features are kind of persuaded the buyer that it's amazing and being really really descriptive you can kind of relax a little bit and you can just do some stuff for you do something for you at the end of the description this is why I always tell people wrap it up with just a few little links and things that they might not look at they might not click on but you never know they might so it's always worth it ask them to follow you on tpt just get like a a sentence made up that you will use on every description just write out a sentence and you can copy and paste it between them oh i always use the exact same sentence and it's just reminding them that they can click here to follow me and it's got a link 
Um, and I also try to remind them that if they leave feedback, they'll get credits. Like, why not? We all know that buyers don't know about the credit system. So many of them have no idea. So on the off chance that they get to the bottom of my description and read that, they might think, hey, I didn't know that. And then they'll start leaving reviews on stuff. So I always try to remind them. I also ask them to connect with me on social media. Like I put a link to my Instagram and stuff. You don't have to do this. And I don't know that it's a good idea to take buyers off TPT strictly, but I like to have it in my product and on my description anyway, because I really do want people to connect with me in those places because that's going to build that relationship and that no like trust factor. And finally, you can upsell to any similar products. So in that example, like, you know, addition worksheets I might also have subtraction worksheets in my store so I'll say hey you might like this too always put links so don't just like say follow me and then don't put a link I mean you've got to remember buyers are time poor or maybe they're just being a bit lazy or they don't know where to go you have literally got to tell them so that's definitely my tip there I would say that's it pretty much that's the secret that I use for writing the perfect product description and when I say like template and copying and pasting, what I mean is that I pretty much have the exact, this exact same format that I've talked about and I just tweak it. Like I just change the words here and there to suit the product. I don't actually manually copy and paste or type things a lot. Whenever I'm making a new product, I don't ever start from scratch. I don't ever go to TPT and click on create a new product. I mean, that would take me so much time. I go to my product listings section on TPT and I go to quick edit on a similar product, usually like in a product line or something that's a similar subject. And then I just make a similar listing. There's a button you can click that says make a similar listing. And I do that for every resource I upload. And it will just copy that exact listing from another resource. And then I just go in there and tweak it. And I'm, you know, it was a subtraction worksheet. I just take out the word subtraction, put addition. I just change out the words and the title and the description. TBT will take out the PDF for me. I don't have to do that. I just have to tweak all the wording. And it saves me so much time. And I haven't had to write a description from scratch in so many years. I just tweak the words and it's a time saver and I love it. So overall, just to summarize, that uh, my tips for writing a product description um, it is super important make sure you have a keyword rich snippet make sure that you describe the features of the product and be super persuasive and make sure you add something at the end for you as well I wanted to keep this episode nice and brief so I'm going to wrap it up here but I really hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode if you felt like you really enjoyed all these tips and you kind of want to have a place where they're written down don't worry I do actually have a blog post on this exact same topic and it's what this podcast is based off so if you'd like to see all these tips written down and you, you know you didn't have a notebook on you whatever you can check out the blog post for this I'll put a link in the show notes it's called how to write the perfect product description and it's basically got everything I said in this episode so you can always refer back to that and double check and all my examples and everything are in there so yeah head on over to my blog and check out the episode also while I'm here if you are really struggling with description writing product listings product creation like if everything is just overwhelming you definitely check out my course because I kind of talk about all this stuff in there too. I'm talking about descriptions. I'm telling you how to make previews and covers and things. Sometimes listening to a podcast or reading a blog post is enough. You know, you get a few tips, it sends you on your way, but sometimes you are just so overwhelmed with the information. There is like so many things to implement. Sometimes you need an actual tutorial of how to do it. So if that's the case, definitely check out my course. It's called the Terrific Teacherpreneur TPT Seller Course. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. But yeah, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Happy description writing and have a terrific day. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.